Huh, there's a box right here. I wonder where this box Happy St. Patrick's Day to Kevin from your older brother John. Oh, that's so sweet. I can't wait to open this and to see. Hmm. hmm. So stereotypical, but you know what? What the heck? No one's looking around. Make sure no one's looking around. Good, good. We'll put this on. Huh. I actually look pretty dapper right here. Yeah. I hope no one else sees me wearing this hat. Ransom. Ransom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So check it out. I always knew this about Kevin. See, yeah, if, I, if you look in here in his room, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's a freaking leprechaun. That explains the accent. Oh my gosh. He's got gold. He, uh, right? Yeah. We gotta right? catch him. We gotta okay. catch him. I, I have this I have this burlap sack. Okay, okay. You do you have a four-leaf clover? No. We but, gotta have a four-leaf clover. Dude, just just take the sack. Okay, okay, okay. And and yeah, that looks really nice right there. Hmm. Gotcha. Come on. What's wrong? What's going on? Give me your give me your gold, wee man. Where's the What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Ow! Get your freaking hand off me! What was that? Why are you throwing the bag over me for? Crackhead got the hold of the wrong stuff. He's got the gold, man. What what gold? Do I look like a bloody leprechaun to you? Yes, yes. you know, because what you're hat? wearing the hat. I hate you all. Uh, I, so 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 it, there is no gold? Is that the, the, the lesson? No, no gold. No no gold. Oh what what, you, what? get away from me. I, I I'm sorry. John, I think we made a mistake. I'm not convinced. Prepare yourself to discover a world of terrible movies. High above the planet Geekery, a group of intrepid explorers hover over the dangerous planet in their fabulous super-orbital spacecraft. Their mission? To conduct a complete analysis of movies known throughout the universe as terrible. So grab your space popcorn, grab your freeze-dried ice cream, and join us for today's mission of discovery and wonder. Are these movies better than the galaxy thinks? Or do they really belong on the bottom shelf? And welcome to The Bottom Shelf, the show where we watch critically terrible films so you don't have to. The Bottom Shelf is an extension of Geek Devotions, the show from devoted geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. So if you don't listen past this moment, know this. You are loved, you are cared for, and there is a plan for your life. That being said, my name is John, and with me today we have... The Leprechaun, Kevin Burnham. What's up, Wee Man? Give me your gold. I hate you. I'm gonna get. Hey, why couldn't the computer dance? Excuse me. Why couldn't the computer dance? Uh, it had no algorithm. Ah, uh, uh, uh. Kevin's a stand-up yeah. comedian now. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured I'd give you a joke. <laughs> I, I, All I right. Wish, I wish I could have used that one after I was you stained and hit me over the head with that bag. Because I'm. I want me gold. Uh, all right. And then we also have Dallas, Mora. Hello. Uh, 
How's it going? I'm not sure we can license that, Kevin. Don't give a don't get us struck down already. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, finally we have Branson. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Make the okay, music speed so loud. I wish, I wish that, that we, we could, could ditch this, this crowd. crowd. Maybe it's better this way. We'd hurt each other with the things we want to say. We could have been so good together. We could have made this last forever. But now who's going to dance with me? Bravo. I'm thoroughly impressed. I would never know all those lyrics to that song. I, I, I just learned something about Branson, and I'm I'm not I'm not sure how to process that. I mean, that was part of playing on his wedding day or something. Part of that was the part first of the dance that he had with Mandy. Uh, <laughs> he he that that was what he was singing when he danced before her, like David danced before the ark. <laughs> oh my goodness. Zack Snyder's favorite song to put in every film. Are we cutting um, this or is this going to be part of the podcast? Oh, this know. is this is the show, homie. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the world will know I was not blessed with a singing voice. So. <laughs> hey, that that's that's a you problem, not a me problem. Maybe John could auto tune you. <laughs> nope. Yes, there you go. <laughs> nope. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. <I'm sorry>. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, uh, Kevin, why don't you introduce the film that we are talking about today? Yeah, that film that I picked up from the last time in the rubbish bin, Leprechaun. It's 1993 film, and it is, let me see, it's supposed to be a horror film. I mean, I, I guess it says that's what it is. It is written, directed by Mark Jones. It's produced by Jeffrey B. Malian. It's... Um, the film stars a woman that was from that show called Friends. I don't know anything about that. Has the late Irish actor Shay Duffin, um, an Ewok, and it was also an annoying little boy that I really couldn't stand. And also has Pee Wee's best friend, Mark Holton, and television actor John Sanderford. All right. Cool. Uh, now, this is like your people's Braveheart, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, I figured you'd be, like, the excited no. one about this movie because, uh, you know, it features your country's lore. No, it only features one true Irish actor, and the rest is all pure American. <laughs> Who is the Irishman? Um, it's like I have an the, eye out the, for the old, there's, there's an old man. Um, his name is O'Grady. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, okay. We'll look for him. And he's the only, yeah. Okay. Um, True Irish actor inside of this. Is he the leprechaun? No, he's too tall to be a leprechaun. So the leprechaun's not even Irish in the movie. Oh, oh yeah, there is someone who's playing as a leprechaun. Um, yeah, the, the Ewok. Called um, leprechaun. Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's see. Let me look at this tape you got here. Yeah, here this you go. This is a warning. There are seven of these movies. What? Each one more magical than the last. Wow, seven. Okay. Does That's impressive. That's journey mean, to be made. Okay. I wonder if it gets worse like Star Wars. Hey, now, shut your mouth. Hey. hey. Well, no, <laughs> no, no, Kevin. To be fair, no, Kevin, because that would suppose that the first three were good. Oh, we got to fight oh, now. Okay. You, hey, the, let's talk about movie release. You know, I got an ejection not, button you or, made over okay. here, John. <laughs> I'm going to force choke all of you. Watch 
go go ahead go ahead hit that ejection button see what happens uh lose another taco machine i'm sure yeah i was gonna say let's not lose another taco yeah it's still on board let's just keep it that way although it frostbite although now it seems to think that a hot dog is a taco that hasn't been fixed yet we need to fix that function yeah branson here's the tape what do you think of it uh let's see he's always after your lucky charms no <laughs> was that pretty that? authentic kevin just read them <laughs> <laughs> now see i i still remember the the commercial for that cereal though Heart stars and horses. Okay, I'm glad. Oh yeah, I, I'm pots of gold. I actually met that guy at the convention at Pensacon. Oh really? You met, you met the Lucky Charm dude? Yes, he voices Daffy Duck. What? what? <laughs> he voices no, no, Donald Duck. That's right, Donald Duck. I'm sorry, Donald he voices Duck. Donald Duck. I'm even more confused now. Right? <laughs> yeah, he actually gave me a website. I'll I'll share with you about like voice acting and coaching if I was interested or anybody else nice. that would know would be interested. Oh, nice. He didn't offer you a job to play. And, the he's, and, he, and he said that to me, and I started talking to him. He's like, "Wait, are you really Irish?" And I was like, "Yes, I really am." <laughs> I, I, I wish I thought I remember the name. I, I'll just boop on the production notes. But when I met him, and he's like, "Oh man, am I like your national um like symbol or something?" He's like, "No, you're not." I forgot to tell you that. Yeah. If he's listening to this podcast, um, thank you, sir, for that conversation with Kevin because that's that made the podcast. I I'm done. We don't have to do anything else today. <laughs> That's the best Good night, sport. kids. Um, all right. There's a one here. Another following a theme now, all of a sudden. Uh, this film will make you eat a box of Lucky Charms. Oh. I don't so have Kev- any. So, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin are you okay? There's a lot of Lucky Charms on this advertising. Do you have? I'm not saying. I'm, these are, do you, I have a Lucky Charms shirt, and that was because it was given to me on St. Patrick's Day by a friend. And I still wear it every once in a while just for the you know fun of it. Or as we would say, the crack of it. Oh, but, Let's see your yeah. last one. Warning, you thought Ewoks were bad. What? Look, we, what? I know for a fact we have a, we have a, a regular fan. And she will fight you about Ewoks. She loved the Ewok movie. I like the Ewok movie too. Why? What's wrong? With a lot it? of people don't like the Ewok movies. Uh, what's wrong with it? It has Ewoks in it. Hey, hey. I wasn't talking to you, John. What's wrong with it? <laughs> <laughs> don't care. No. Ewok Ewoks were completely a commercial <clears throat> creation to sell the movie to kids. Same thing with Jar Jar Binks. To be Ewoks fair, is far better than Jar Jar Binks. I yes. still submit that Jar Jar Binks <laughs> more is cuddly. a secret Sith Lord. Yes. Concurred. I, I, Alright, so what are our expectations for the movie, guys? You know, I remember when this, uh, I remember when this movie came out in the 90s. I'm that mm-hmm. old. Uh, my, for, for, those you of you, are? for those of you who are listening, we're recording this the day before my 40th birthday, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a thing. Um, this is this is a, this is quickly turning into the singing episode. Um, but uh, I remember, I, I remember when this movie came out, and for whatever reason, the preview scared me. No idea why. Mm-hmm. Because now that I'm more well versed in horror films, I mean, not so much. But yeah, for I, so I'm I'm expecting to, I don't know, I, I I guess 
going into it, I'm, I'm not really expecting to enjoy it because of the reputation it has now. But I mean, that was my memory of when it initially came out. So it initially struck me as scary. But as I've gotten older, I just, eh. you know, it's it's interesting you say that because I have I had the similar experience. Like I have a memory of watching the the trailer, like the TV spot. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where the he's like he's in shadow and he holds up his hand and this green light shoots out of his finger. And, and I remember <laughs> that that was like nightmare, nightmare fuel for me. Like that bothered me to see that. And then one of my friends who actually saw it, my parents didn't let me watch scary movies as a kid. Uh, but one of my friends who did see it said that at some point he jumps on a pogo stick and jumps on a guy. And, and that image combined with what i remember of the trailer i I remember thinking yeah i don't want to see this because i don't want to be scared yeah you know i think weren't you and i like nine or ten when that movie came out branson yeah we were probably like fourth fifth grade something like that yeah so i I could say i i have never seen this movie any of the leprechauns in fact the only thing i have in my head is i feel like this may be a fever dream i saw a preview of of a leprechaun in space i don't know if that's That's one of the movies is that number four? four Mm-hmm. that's the only reference i have for this movie at all so i'm going in this blind like i know it was a, a horror movie but i mean it's the 90s i mean yeah yeah that was number four that was not me that you attacked me just earlier <laughs> <laughs> that's what that hey, was kevin i was having hey, is number four your, your life story kevin <laughs> hey kevin can you what, make John? can you make green light come from your fingers no i can make this happen with photoshop <laughs> 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 I do have a green lightsaber, though. <laughs> oh. um, for me, I've never seen the trailers and the previews on this when I saw it on the television. It was on um, was HBO Max or something, something like that, just always advertising. And I remembered seeing something, like you said, something about a pogo stick, and it freaked me out. It reminded me a lot like the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, where you take something that you, you enjoy of a folklore or of a you know, whatever, and then turn it into a horror. So I never had any attempt to actually watch it. My parents did rented this movie on VHS. And I remember they brought it and they, I guess they watched it. And every time when I came out, say, go back to bed, stop, go back to bed. And then finally, when they went to sleep, I saw it, open it, I put it inside a VHS and the very, like the first what, two minutes, I was like, nope, just <laughs> rewind, put it back inside a case and they were back on top of the VHS to be returned the next day. There you go. That's all I remember. Thanks. What I know about this movie, or, or or do we want to wait until after we watch this before I start going into the tech of it? Uh, let's give, give us give us some tech before we go into it. Yeah, sure. I want to know. Uh, I'm curious. So this movie, uh, not using the notes that Kevin gave me because they weren't as accurate. Its actual budget to make this movie was only nine hundred thousand dollars. Oh. Wow, that's hmm. dirt cheap. Uh, and in its opening weekend in the U.S. and Canada alone, it made two million four hundred ninety-three thousand twenty dollars. Wow! 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 That's you know that's a that lot better than movies that's ha- did pretty good today. Yeah. <laughs> and Why then, is this on our show? That's a good question. <laughs> and then on that. its uh, uh, in its total run, it made eight million five hundred fifty-six thousand nine hundred and forty. Uh, worldwide hmm. gross uh so with that said the reason why it's on the show is because on the metacritics it only oh i don't 
I don't have the Metacritic in front I think critics hated this film. I know I read something from yeah, like the um, IMDb. Roger Ebert and that um what that one that um guy with the big mustache who always beginning in the morning show. They 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 just like they just trashed this movie. Oh for like, sure. No. The IMDB rating, which is it you know, typically user user scores are higher than critic scores. Mm-hmm. The IMDB mm-hmm. rating on it is only four point eight out of ten. Oh wow. Oh wow. That is low. So uh metacritic has set to 17 yeah so that <laughs> that should say this something. is lowered in playing night from outer space and you give me a little slack for that because that movie was trash <laughs> you're trash i want to remind you of the airplane made out of construction paper you could do anything with imagination or the, or, that or, the gen- or the general who is leading the war <laughs> against the aliens in a white walled room as he was using t- his uh, binoculars to look up at the sky. <laughs> it costs expensive to just film outside. Okay. <laughs> oh, nature. <laughs> there so, was imagination uh, used in the film. They imagined they had a script. <laughs> I just want all the people to imagine that it's a good movie. And that was Plan Nine. Go check out the first episode of, Geek Devotion, or of, of uh, the Bottom Shelf. Uh, according to Warwick Davis, uh, this movie was originally planned as a straightforward horror film, but Davis was actually the one who wanted to bring the comedic ele- elements to it. So Mark Jones agreed with this tonal shift. And they shot it as a horror comedy. Uh, several scenes had to be reshot after the producers insisted that the film be made gorier to appeal to an older audience. So this would be like the Evil Dead type. Evil Dead 2. Uh, Evil Dead 2. And yeah, Evil Dead 2 like probably for doing comedy. I guess. I don't know. Is it like so Shaun of the spo- Dead? So this is supposed to be a funny film? I guess. Well, Shaun of the Dead was more comedy. Uh, and horror. I did. Laugh George Lucas received a, spe- a special thanks credit because Warwick Davis was actually under contract to him, oh. uh, and he gave Davis permission to appear in the movie. <clears throat> and of course, the most commonly known what a sweet man. The most commonly known thing uh, piece of trivia about this movie is that this is Jennifer Aniston's uh, future film debut. Oh, which, really? Yeah, which just one. enforces <clears throat> enforces the. Uh, the fact that most actors make their debut in the horror genre. I'm looking at you, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> thought, That's why her nose looks bigger. Kevin Burnham. I was like, Kevin's doing a horror movie? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I'm like, I know he's, he's about to be Hollywood and everything, but I didn't know that. Uh, th- and this is an interesting thing to uh, look out for. Warwick Davis appears in the cafe scene with uh, without his leprechaun makeup sitting beside his wife. Really? Oh. Yep. It was so small, I couldn't see them. And then, uh, for, for my last piece of trivia that I'm going to throw out here, uh, Vice President Dan Quayle also received a special thanks credit. What? Uh, because uh, because his office sped up the working visa for British actor Warwick Davis. Oh. Ah, that's interesting. Hmm. When properly motivated, the government can get things done. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, all yeah. that. Just throwing enough money to the side. All right. So with that said, let's go ahead and uh, you guys ready to watch this movie? Uh, I let's roll. Let's do it. Yeah, let's let's just let's pop this trash inside and see how much more we can get out. All right, I got my bag of crisps here and my uh, bottle. I can, of, I, like can I have jobs. some? My, can, I, can I have some crisps? My bottle of gat. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hey, I'm glad you remembered. 
hey, you know, my brain remembers everything that doesn't benefit me in life. So that's how it works. <laughs> John, I'm going to sit next to you in case I get scared. Uh, don't, because I have to. I, I have to use the bathroom. Oh, okay. you might be in the splash zone. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's just go watch this movie. Dear listeners, this is your opportunity to escape. Our crew has just entered into the media projection chamber. What horrors and madness that they consume are unknown. Their mental state upon their return is unknown. You have been warned. Well, that was Kevin. Kevin, did, did that did what? that make you nostalgic? You feel like you're at home, Kevin. No, I do not feel any closer to home than I am. Did it take you back to the Emerald Isle? Me well, like, one, this was not filmed in like, Ireland, so no, it doesn't take takes us back to some what Midwestern countries. I think bunker. Thing. I I think I want some potatoes. I think I was offended by the by by. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I'm not even I think Irish. The, I think the old couple at the beginning of the movie was more Irish than the leprechaun. You really? Dems the rules. Let me before we get too deep into it. Let me read the back of the box for people. So have an idea of what we just experienced. Uh, <laughs> let me see this. A horrific leprechaun goes on a rampage after... Horrific his... is subjective. Just <laughs> subjective. <laughs> after his precious bag of gold coins is stolen. It's he... me gold! <laughs> he uses all of his magical destructive powers to trick, terrorize, and kill anyone who is unlucky enough to hinder his relentless search. In a frantic attempt to survive the wrath of the leprechaun, Tori and her friends who don't live in an apartment in New York scramble to find the only known, <laughs> only weapon known to kill the Irish monster, a four-leaf clover. However, until they discover the four-leaf clover or return all the gold taken from the Rainbow End, their fairy tale nightmare has only just begun. We've only just begun. That is the biggest leprechaun I've ever saw in my life. <laughs> I, How many do you hang out with? Well, I'm just saying, like, when you do it to like Irish folklore, uh -huh. um, a leprechaun is a little bit taller than the size of a mushroom. Okay, they're they're little people, so they're like that. That's how big they are. What you said, Brian? There is a classic Disney movie called Darby O'Gill and Darby O'Gill and, and the Little, little people. people. That's yes. the idea of a leprechaun I had when I entered yep. this movie. <laughs> they did not do that. They did not even get close <laughs> to doing that. that well, was... they said horror. Okay. John no, just that told us that it was a horror. horror. That was pathetic. I got bored. <laughs> I wish I could go back in time to my fourth grade self and say, dude, seriously, don't be afraid of the leprechaun. You could kick him in the knees and you'd be fine. I, I guess this is our spoiler-free conversation time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're going into it. Go, tell us, Branson, yeah. do your spoiler-free review. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't scary. Okay. It was not scary. It wasn't funny. I got bored with it. I like it. Even the parts that I knew were supposed to be scary were not scary. And they were predictable. I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Oh, look, it happened. <laughs> oh, we're going to reference this later because they're taking way too much time to talk about it. Oh, look, we talk, we referenced it later. It was just, it failed at being a horror film or a comedy 
it, it, it was not even sometimes you could laugh at how bad a movie is that's what makes it comedic <laughs> i couldn't even do that i couldn't even laugh at how bad it was it was just is it over yet is it over yet <laughs> is it over yet when john went to use the bathroom i wanted to go with him but it, i thought it would be weird <laughs> you could have sat on my lap <laughs> and see now you made it weird good job <laughs> Yep, you did. You did you? And yet that is still more entertaining than what I just watched. This movie is only 93 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh, seriously? Yeah. It felt longer. It felt way longer. I guess it kind of did, yeah. It did feel a bit longer. Kevin's got this grin on his face like he's waiting to bombard us with something. <laughs> uh, I'm just waiting <laughs> to hear it, everybody else before and, I say and something. It's, it's just got my subconscious going, when Irish eyes are smiling. Shut up. I hate that song. I hate that song. Oh my gosh. Every time you, when you're in Dublin and Temple Bar, that song plays nonstop for the tourists. I'm like, oh my goodness, please stop. <laughs> or the tourist visits in Cork. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, for my spoiler free review thoughts, um, it felt like the 90s. Like this was, this was, if you were to go, oh, most definitely. If you were to go, yeah. hey, let's do a 90s Irish film, this would come up. Yeah. Um, it, first off, it would be this culturally inappropriate. This is not... <laughs> It'd be culturally inappropriate because 90s. Um, it would be <laughs> awkwardly like they're, they're, the 90s, early 90s had a, had a, a sheen. Like where it was like right when they were getting like really crisp, clean images, but they didn't know how to shoot with it quite, quite yet. And so there was this mm-hmm. weird, like, almost like, like I'm watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show, feel to the to it the entire time. The comedy felt like that. Even if comedy felt like Buffy, was there anybody who worked with Buffy the Vampire Slayer that was in this that was part of the production? Never saw it. You never saw the show? Nope. Nope. Oh, okay, sweet. Well, I'm the only heathen here then. But anyways, <laughs> I, we'll I also watched the movie. Else. We need to put the movie in the bottom shelf. That's probably that the bottom of that dumpster movie. somewhere. I didn't, no, dude. I think that got reviewed well. I think that's... Oh, really? I can't see why it would be in the dumpster. There's a lot of films we've talked about. I'm not sure why we're in the dumpster. Anyways. Um, but it this is so 90s. Like, this film is just purely a 90s film. Um, there was... Um, the jokes were... Well, they were 90s. I mean, they were just flat popcorn movie. Um, probably targeting young 20s individuals like i know that one of you guys said that that was supposed to like they made it gorier to appeal to older audience but it felt like this was really targeting like i'd say older teenagers young 20s oh definitely this felt like a completely teenager slash um yeah early 20s type yeah person to watch to reel it back real quick here just to uh, just to correct myself so we don't get a raging kevin after the uh (laughs) after this episode airs uh i i will correct myself uh buffy the vampire slayer has a uh meta score of 48 and a use imdb user rating of 5.7 out of 10 so it qualifies oh, so it qualifies yep so i'll also say this the leprechaun costume ridiculous but the prosthetics on the leprechaun i was actually impressed with like there are times where like wow that's legitimately creepy uh mm-hmm. now they could have done some more stuff with the lighting to make it better but um, it was legitimately a, a creepy looking costume. And the, I think the actor did a decent job of playing the creep side of things. It also using the fingers from uh, Battlefield Earth. Yeah, same. Maybe the same glove. <laughs> I thought the costume looked a little bit too uh, munchkin. Like charming. Munchkin? Like, like munchkin, like from Wizard of Oz. 
Like I kept expecting him with, with because of the his leggings were like this bright purple color. Mm -hmm. Like the the top looks leprechauny, but it, I I kept expecting him to go. We represent the lollipop, <laughs> the lollipop. You know, and, and, and so the 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 purple and white stockings were a little off putting for me. I, I agree with you. The the face was scary, and, and the mm -hmm. the claw like hands that in the that teeth. My a, dude needs a dentist. Yes, like next yes. level. Like when yes. you got black stuff growing on your teeth, there's a problem. Like it may be, it may be some denture time. Yeah. <laughs> so my thoughts on this movie, I kept staring at Warwick Davis and thinking about the movie Willow. He was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, he oh, was Willow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. I, oh my god, I just blew Branson's mind. I didn't know you didn't know that. <laughs> I, I I kept thinking in the back of my head that like his voice sounds familiar. Where have I? That's what it is. It's He's the willow. I wanted okay, Val Kilmer yeah. to come out and take him on an adventure. It's just... <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, honestly, I, I spent the whole movie thinking like, dude, that's willow. Why is willow killing people? Like it, Warwick Davis's presence in this movie took me out of this movie. Really is what it came down to. <laughs> um, I, you know, I personally think that Vern Troyer would have been a better actor for this, uh, for that part. but. That's just me. Mm -hmm. uh, again, he, yeah, he probably he, he would be more. What's that? He'll be, um, he'll be closer to the leprechaun height than <laughs> um, Warwick Davis. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I and I bet he would probably would have had just as effective of a Irish accent as Warwick Davis did. <laughs> well, to have an Irish accent, all you have to do is replace my with me, and you're automatically Irish. And that's all he did. Oh my lord! I, I will put this up. That's I, I feel like that's spoiler free. The accent, it is. the fact that it never existed, like it, there was like two scenes where it was like, oh, that's kind of Irishy, And then it was like, never mind. Like, never mind <laughs> at all. Like, like this dude couldn't decide what he was. Okay. As I was listening, I, I knew he was complete Brit all the way through, but he kept saying, and look at me gold, Amy Bucko, Amy Hat, Amy Hood. Amy, Amy. It's, it's like, everything's me. It's like, okay, you know what? Take it back a couple steps because from me being in Ireland, and if you're in, depending on what part, me this says a bit often, but not that much. He like overused and overkilled it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my gosh, if you could say this one more time. It's like I they, well, exactly. It's like they deliberately wrote the, the script to find as many reasons for him to say me as possible, because that is the only possible way they can make him sound Irish. It was almost like and he didn't was know like, any Irish phrases. <laughs> it was almost like he grew up like this is the stereotype. Let me just play into this. Like I wonder how many right. Irish people like at the time watched it and they were like, "We're coming after you." <laughs> I think they busted up laughing. It was like, man, this is so pathetic and stupid. That you can't find it, but funny. So a little off topic, but I've I've I have watched um, on YouTube. There's uh, a channel on YouTube called the Try Channel which is a bunch of Irish people who try things and you get their initial reactions on what they're, whatever they're trying. But there is a, uh, there, there was one episode they did where it was Irish people watch, uh, people do Irish accents. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they were genuinely getting irritated with some of the accents that people were doing. And and like me being a stupid American, I'm like listening to it. I'm like, yeah, it sounds legit to me. And they're like, oh, that's rubbish. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, apparently I can't hear the earmarks of a genuine Irish accent versus a terrible one. 
Which should tell you something if we're like that and we still think the leprechaun's accent was terrible. We don't even know what a good one sounds like and we know it's crap. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Kevin, what are your spoiler-free thoughts? Uh, my spoiler-free thoughts is I, I this is not horror. I, get, I mean, it says horror just because you throw blood around and you have like an eyeball pop out or so forth. I guess that's why someone may consider it a horror film. They were just, it was too silly. It was way too silly. It was really silly. And, and not in a funny way. I know. I, I was probably the only one laughing because I was laughing of how silly and how naive and stupid this film really was. And then I guess I was laughing at myself for laughing how stupid this was. <laughs> um, I had some fun watching this but it was just again there it was like those stupid moments there there was there was loads of stupid moments that i just couldn't stop laughing from I was like why and i would say yes this film did went on longer than it should have it should have been like maybe 70 minutes or they should have put more into the story because there was a lot of back and forth back and forth back and forth it's like oh my gosh we're going back to this scene again why are we doing this we just move forward mm -hmm. And I think they ran out of a certain idea, like midway through, or even like towards the end. They were just running out of ideas. Like, okay, you know what? What was all these comedy skits that you had written up or thought of us? So, you know, those like cartoony. When I say cartoons, like when you see the shape of a leprechaun going through a fence, and you see it as like the odd, I just bust up. Like, this is Looney Tunes. This is not a horror film. This is Looney Tunes. The the group and... consistently made the wrong decision. I think that's oh, why yes, the plot most definitely. Like they. They were the stereotype of horror movie idiots. Yes. Okay. They were. Uh, Branson, for as as the resident as the resident horror film aficionado here, uh, I can tell you that what you just said there is the typical nineties horror. Let, let, let me let me back that up and pre and requalify that. It's the typical nineties pre-scream horror trope. Ah. Uh. I have to say pre-Scream because Scream is when movies became self-aware and started trying to mix up the formula. But prior prior to the movie Scream, which I believe came out in 96, um, the, uh, the, the horror trope was you just, you know, throw in a bunch of dumb teenagers, have them make the wrong decision every time, and every time they make a wrong decision, it leads to an addition to the body count. Rinse, wash, repeat until there's only one person left, and then end the movie. Uh, yeah, I can. That's that's that's. This right. film reminded me of a of a of a just a a blend of Critters and Evil Dead Two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, I was getting like like Tremors vibes to, from it. I I could have listed off a bunch of trauma films. Yeah, Tremors too. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely a trauma film. Uh, like and it, it, you know, Puppet Master came and when I watch, you know, it. Puppet Master came to mind when this movie was being played. Uh, hmm. uh, Critters again. Um, ghoulies. If anybody remembers the Ghoulies. Yeah, I remember Ghoulies. Uh, you know, basically uh, those. Troll. Troll too. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's it, it, it was it was it was pretty much just standard fare for the day. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Now, this this film was made in 1993 and. She holds a cell phone. Is this like the first time we've seen, or early times we see a cell phone? I think so. Inside of a film, because she doesn't call it a cell phone; she calls it a portable. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, that is very old style. Like, who would say portable in the 
movie and i'm looking looking at 93 i'm looking at when cell phones were actually made more um known yeah that would have been the nokia uh that brick that just wouldn't die (laughs) the phone that's indestructible yeah but the battery dies in this one so it like it led to the first early trope of of horror films because you know it's always in the horror film my battery died on a cell phone i can't call for help So, so I was like, oh, this is the first time I've seen a cell phone. What are you looking up The now? first time a cell phone or a portable was seen in film was the 8000X portable phone in uh, 16 candle, candles in 1984. Oh, wow. So it was probably a bag phone? I remember yeah, the, the 8000X. I have to see that movie. I haven't seen it yet. No, no, it's just the big brick phone. It's kind of like, uh, oh, it's real yeah, similar to the one so. that um, Home Dude had in Saved by the Bell. I only remember certain episodes. <laughs> we talking about the Shriek. <laughs> I can't remember. All right. Anyhow, um, I, with this movie, yeah, I um, there was parts that was funny. I, I wanted to talk a bit more about. I guess that would be the spoiler part. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. There, there's certain scenes that happen, and I was thinking, like, why is this happening? Why are you doing this? Why is he doing this? Why is anything happening in this film? <laughs> well, on that note, John, have you given your spoiler-free thoughts? I, I, I dipped into it. I didn't have a whole lot to say spoiler free. Right. Let's let's spoil this because uh I want to see Kevin get angry. <laughs> of course. Everybody loves to see me angry. <laughs> I just feel yeah, like this is the film. We're, we're where just you after can your only... lucky charms, Kevin. <laughs> we're trying to distract we're gonna throw shoes in a minute. <sighs> <laughs> we good to go? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. I was listening to the sound. I didn't even hear the sound because usually we like to see what's like. Ladies and gentlemen, the spoiler section. I always feel like I should be holding a scotch in one hand whenever that bumper <laughs> plays. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the spoiler section, guys. And uh, this is where it gets rowdy on the ship. <laughs> Taco Machine is secure right now. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll get jettisoned out in somebody's blind rage. Um, but let's get into it, guys. I am not a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced. Well, you're more leprechaun. I'm not going to try to convince you. Leprechaun. <laughs> um, I I'm sure if I actually said this, but um, for um to the audience who cares that this film is rated R, why it's rated R? It has three uses of a strong language and mild language. There's no sex or nudity, and there's loads of scenes with Carol syrup that's red. So, <laughs> for those who are curious. And it's not even really blood. I mean, I could tell. I mean, anybody could tell. If you even never watched a gory film, you look at it, it's like, that doesn't even look like blood. That just looks like Carol syrup dipped in red and just thrown everywhere. Yeah, totally. I, I, I genuinely do not understand how this leprechaun is 600 years old. Because <laughs> he gets his butt kicked so many times in this movie. I mean, seriously, everyone he, he kills. Yeah, like, like okay. Uh, reference the the pogo stick scene earlier i said i heard about it <laughs> and it made me all frightened dude bit the guy's kneecap and then he's laying on the ground rolling around and the leprechaun has all the time in the world to walk over get a pogo stick and then make his way over i'm like dude at any point there was a guy that had his leg trapped in a bear trap and he got up and walked around but a bite on the kneecap ah it reminded me of that scene in Austin Powers where the guy's in front of the steamroller truck 
and he right. has like all the time in the world to get out of the way, <laughs> but he just stands there and gets plowed over. That's that, that's what that was. He's too busy rolling around on the floor, upset that his knee got bit, right? To get up and kick the leprechaun literally out the window. I mean, well, yeah, he was upset because everybody knows if you get bit by an Irishman, you become Irish. <laughs> Terrible, Sean. <laughs> that is truly horrible. <laughs> Wait a yeah, second. This, oh. Kevin bit me earlier. Does that mean I'm going to start using me instead of I? <laughs> if it gets green, it's it's infected. It's not what we trying to I'm not green. getting the power the power of the leprechaun. That's that's, that's not what's happening. No, no, you're not. That's not the power of three the leaf or four leaf clovers. <laughs> Oh god! So I mean, we don't even have to talk about this, um, the whole story plot by plot really much because there is isn't like, one. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you kind of like already said it on the VHS. So like, it all, uh, and and you can tell how nineties is, is because when it's in the back of the VHS and it basically tells you everything. Here, it's like, here, okay, might me, as well tell me the end too. While you're at it, <laughs> let me let me let me let me break the plots down the pro- the plot down for you. Guy steal a uh, guy in the beginning who is pretty much not related to any of the rest of the film who is also no. happens to be the most Irish person in the film. Because he is the Irish one. He's the only <laughs> Irish actor. <laughs> They're like, hurry up. We need to take the authenticity out. Right. Uh, <laughs> he apparently is coming back from Ireland for reasons unknown. Was he coming back? I thought, because I thought she said that you were supposed to bury your mother, not ship her off to Ireland. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I do remember. Is like, you know, it's, it's common. You go over, you, see, you go to the wake and everything else, come back and he brings his mom's ashes inside and like shatters it and it's like hey look it's gold it's gold and so forth somehow the leprechaun fits in the suitcase i'm like that's a heavy thing to carry and you don't know this why this did he bring inside. the leprechaun back with him he didn't mean to he it snuck on but i i digress i i'm trying to make a point here guy steals leprechaun's gold no longer in the movie uh him he has a stroke his wife dies 10 years later American people buy the house as they're fixing it up. They release the leprechaun uh, out in the woods. A kid and Lenny from Of Mice and Men find the leprechaun's gold. Lenny swallows the leprechaun's gold. Leprechaun goes looking for his gold, runs around town, kills a guy with a pogo stick, comes back home, and he find he Jennifer Aniston gives the leprechaun his gold back minus the one piece. He chases them around the house a few times until they deter he determines he needs to cut lenny open and they make him swallow a four-leaf clover he falls down a well that wasn't really there for the whole movie but suddenly is no. <laughs> comes you. back up he, he, he comes back up as uh as uh anakin skywalker from the third film says i want me gold <laughs> they blow him up with a hand grenade and then <laughs> no that was gasoline oh that's right and then the movie brother, ends brother maynard bring out the holy hand grenade the Vandiac. i mean really like i said pre-scream pre-scream 1980s and 1990s movies were only there for the kill scenes and yeah. and the over-the-top film filmography they're the they're uh the depth of their content can be measured in millimeters yeah i mean real talk you look you go to look at the later the later 
uh, installments of the Friday the 13th franchise. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not that much more terrifying than this movie. Right. Yeah. Especially when you start to get to movies like Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> Wait, what? The Friday the 13th. Oh, that's Party. right. There's only about like 20 of those movies. I think the only uh, one I ever saw was Jason versus Freddy. Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, yeah, that's the only one I saw that franchise. Yeah, that was Never saw meh. It. Better, better than some, worse than most. Ah. Uh, I guess the only of those slashers I've ever seen, other than Psycho, is, um, I don't consider Psycho a slasher, but it's the original. Halloween, Halloween 2. Yeah, Halloween, Halloween 2 is the only... Now when you say Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween. are you talking about the OG Halloween? The original. Okay. The originals, yeah. I, I don't watch any of those crappy films by Rob Zombie. I had to ask because they're <laughs> out there and I needed the clarification. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so, but back to the movie at hand, that was in the entire movie. I mean, the, re- the, the majority of this movie is group goes into the house, comes up with a crappy plan. Yeah. They go outside of the house. They get attacked by the leprechaun. They go back, they in go the back house, into the house, back in the house and repeat until Each. they've reached the obligatory 90 minute marker than they in the movie. <laughs> right. Like it, it is a major plot point that the truck won't start. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the dad's Jeep also parked in front of the house the whole time, the entire time. So, so if the truck doesn't start, we know the truck doesn't start. Because the kids got to mess with a distributor cap every time they need the truck to start. Oh, why did we not take the Jeep? Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> Let us talk about that. The Jeep is open. Okay. Who wants to spend that much money on fuel when you can take a truck <laughs> and it's closed in? <laughs> that distributor cap. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that totally destroys everything. That distributor cap. Okay. I don't know if you guys had an automobile upbringing like I did, but I've driven a lot of crappy vehicles in my life. I had to work hard to get to the point to drive a vehicle as new as the one I currently have does. Right. So I've worked on vehicles when they sh- when they popped the hood and showed that kid with the distributor cap. I was offended. <laughs> I was offended. Why? Because all he did was go over there, put his hand on it, and made it look like he was wiggle. All he did was wiggle, and I'm doing the air quotes. (laughs) This distributor cap. First of all, it would if you watch it, it's sort of like if you put your hand on a tabletop and you 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 move your hand around. It's not the tabletop that's moving; it's just the skin on the base of your hand that's moving around. Right. That distributor cap was firm. That child did nothing. (laughs) <laughs> the distributor cap. And on top of that, on top of that, that distributor clap was clean. I mean, it was the it was a brand new distributor cap. I'm looking at that and going, there is nothing wrong with that distributor cap. They did not care about details when it came to this. Like they should have had the uh spark plug w- wires coming off of it looking all gnarly and stripped. And that distributor cap should have had like a hole in it or something. And the kid should have actually pulled a wire off and put it back on any of that. And it would have seemed, seemed more realistic than, oh, I just Jesus touched this distributor <laughs> cap touched. and tell it to take its mat and walk. 
right? <laughs> no, I am. A f- you know, all those wires and everything inside that car, that was from a previous Roger Corman film that was already destroyed. So this got all these wires and parts just thrown inside the hood of this, uh, this vehicle and let's make it look like it's destroyed. I am <laughs> offended by that distributor cap. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm glad it's the only thing that offends you in this film. Uh, on the subject and not like him going around with roller skates chasing people <laughs> on the subject of vehicles okay. or this tri- tricycle <laughs> how is a go-kart able to knock over a truck thank you i was so confused by that like he hit that sucker what? so hard like what did you leprechaun do magic thing? bro that that's all- leprechaun magic what else he looks fat <laughs> He put a pitchfork. He went Mad Max on it. <laughs> Idle talk, bro. He went Mad Max on it. He went Mad Max on it. He did something. I was like, what here's is the happening? thing. Here's the thing. What what you're seeing, Ke- what you're seeing, Kevin go through right now is the reason why people saw horror films in the early '90s and late '80s. They just they enjoyed them for that particular reason. They just so stupid, over the top. Oh my oh, goodness. Gosh. It's like one thing after another. It's like, hey, what's the next stupid idea? Um, <laughs> did anybody ever die from a bubble stick? No, but it sounds fascinating. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> and that's it. That is the joy of early 90s, late 80s horror. And, you, and so many times I've said on this podcast, you have to watch the movies with the right mentality. Uh, you know, or as, I'm not buying that. Or as, De- <laughs> as Dallas says in other podcasts that he does. You know, you got to have the context or you're going to be conned by the text. True story. And, ah, yes. and so if you watch the movie within the proper context, you're going to find more enjoyment in it than if you're looking for like an, an exorcist. This movie was not trying to be an exorcist, which is not a great horror film. It's a great film that happened to be horror. Yeah, this was neither. This was, hey, let's do some stupid crap and see if it makes money they did some stupid crap like the law officer who is in the middle of the woods and he hears the leprechaun sneaking around the trees and he thinks i know i'm going to take the one weapon that i have this nightstick and i'm going to throw it into the darkness i'm like what are you doing man (laughs) what are you doing and then when i when i think i've finally escaped him i'm going to find some random tree and lean up against it and breathe a sigh of relief because surely throwing the nightstick took care of the demonic leprechaun. And he needed an excuse to do an overtop kill. That's what it was. <laughs> How about- it's like, man, these trees are so predictable. We've already seen this. We've already seen this in Omen style. What's the, what's the next thing? Gun? Nah. Let's get a nightstick. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> what about the fact that, like, my dude's just shooting, like, you, I, again, it's dark. You're just blind shooting your shotgun into a, a, a tree yes like, i'm like dude like what are you shooting at even okay does does anybody here own a shotgun does no, anybody shotgun here own a gun. shotgun i do okay me and kevin both own a shotgun kevin how many he used the round word rounds and that just drove me up the wall too but improper vernacular aside how many shells does your shotgun take two mine does four and that's pushing it's a double barrel. I was like just pumping out I like shot like, after shot. I, I have I have a pump action tw- a 12 gauge. Mine will do four with one in the with one in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Homeboy, I watched him reload <laughs> once. <laughs> and when he reloaded, he only stuck two shells into it. Right. I'm mm-hmm. pretty certain he pumped out at least 20 shells. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, he was going um Sylvester Stallone on this. <laughs> I, I'm I'm watching this and I'm like, where is his where is his uh where is his clip? Where is his this magazine that is supposed to affix to the <laughs> shotgun? Because I guarantee you that should not be happening. That is not a thing. Um this is in the okay. I want to quote. I want to do what you do. This is the nineties. He has pockets everywhere. Okay, he has pockets on his sleeves, <laughs> pockets on his front, he has pockets on the side. He has as many pockets as Jennifer Aniston did in this movie with her shorts. This was uh, done by Rob Lowe, and uh, <laughs> and 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 you know there was something that we did not discuss that was a guest star in this movie, or at least I think it was a guest star because of how much screen time they got. It was Jennifer Aniston's butt. Oh my gosh! Oh my so god! Like yeah, I mean, it's like he's like, "Hey, this will sell for the kids. They know what they want. They want to see Jennifer Aniston's butt." And they kept the camera was always on there when she's running away. It's like, don't show the guys when they run away. Show her when she's running away from whatever. It, like, it was how many fan times. service to say the least. Yeah, I, I'm watching this. It's like, we can't ha- we can't have the sexuality nudity, okay? Because we might get too much of an R and backlash. But we'll just make sure we'll point this along with her fake paint that she had over herself and that fake Kevin Bacon. Just like here's just a soft paint on your arms. Wait, wait. This this movie this movie has turkey bacon in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not the only comedian. <laughs> can can we just point out for a second? Ozzy is the dumbest person in this movie. What's that? I I hate how dumb they made Ozzy in this movie. Oh, oh you're the, talking about Lenny handic- from of Mice and Men. <laughs> but, yeah yeah i know they've I'm got rabbits trying, george you know, whatever his name was they've got they've huh? got they've got the rabbits george <laughs> oh man that, that I is sad. Home and love him. um I but yeah how, how, i i hated how they did a mental um handicapped person it was like oh we'll get a bunch of money we'll make him smart i'm like what 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 kid thinks this way what kid thinks like this well he later said I mean, that I, he, I, he didn't right, think so, like that right I think I think the kid, the little boy, was the mental handicap one, not Ozzy. <laughs> That's terrible. Honestly, I think I think he was probably just trying to get the gold so he could get his teeth fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but that kid that kid could open a can without a can opener. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> can, can we just point out that an old drunk Irishman on the verge of a stroke was more effective at kidnapping a leprechaun? Than an entire group of people armed with a shotgun. To be fair, he was Irish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That being said, the implication is that he actually understood the lore and thus uh, proving once again that information and knowledge is power. Yeah, and four-leaf clovers only grow on the Irishman's um, land in front of them because he knew exactly the spot because the green line was pointing directly at where the four-leaf clovers were at. Behind behind the well that magically appeared on the property. Yeah, that just magically had- disappears and appears. <laughs> and, you know, there must be something uh, yeah, about that. Um, it's like, there must be something about that And, Irish, and for some reason, uh, it was growing on the AstroTurf. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, there must be something about the Irish will to live because he was able to be shoved through an elevator roof and hang on just long enough to pass off to, the information. I want to know to pass on the information. I wish they had shown that. They showed everything else. I wish they just shown Warwick Davis just knocking him over and just smashing him right through the top of the shaft. Like, 
again, I know it's a low budget, so I know they couldn't afford so much, but what I the first scene that just made me bust up laughing was when they did the pogo stick. I know we keep going back to it, but that was the first one. I, I, I knew this was already silly, but when that pogo stick happened, I I, I was like, okay, I threw my hands up here. I was like, that's it. This is a comedy. This is <laughs> yeah. there's nothing horror about it. Right. This is pure comedy. It's pure fun. Um and watching him just go through all these scenarios like this is a this is a looney tunes cartoon that's made for adults yeah honestly if there's anybody out there who is listening to this show and they want recommendations for good horror comedy that that does well on both sides shoot me a message shoot shoot us a message on the face space i'll respond to you i've 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 got movies yeah i do too i'll tell them both of I mean, you already know what my favorite is. Okay. My favorite is like Evil Dead 2. I could watch that all the time. Oh, uh, see, my favorite that, my favorite is Severance. I've never heard of that. Oh, Kevin. That and um, Shaun of the Dead, but Shaun of the Dead is more comedy than horror, but still kind of horror. Kevin, the end. Kevin, you need oh, to yeah. watch the movie Severance. Um, okay. You, watch it and get back to me. You'll thank me. Okay. I'm I'm just saying, I... I um. I laugh so much in this movie. It's reminded me so much of Roger Corman films, William Castle films. This is like the William Castle and uh, Roger Corman of the nineties. And it's just, it was, I, I laughed so much with this. I don't know how any person whoever ever watched this could take this one thing serious or think it's even horror. Oh. Now, I, I'm curious what the others were like, but everyone, I think even you told me it's like, no, it just gets worse and worse. And it's no longer funny. I've, I've like I said, I've never seen, these movies I, I i i'm just based off the reviews yes they get worse and worse but i'm, I'm gonna put it to you like this when movies like this get a bad review it's because they're being held up as legitimate movies oh i understand if you if you watch this movie with the understanding that this is a bad movie you're gonna enjoy it a lot more um oh i think it already shows it's bad within the first 10 minutes it's like hey this is bad <laughs> it's like well and, and and that's just it but there's there's a reason why they ended up making seven eight of them eight because they, they just put out a new one i know yeah so my count yeah i have and apparently and just came the out? last really? one is now the is the true direct sequel to this one oh, is it? from what i was told two years ago or three years ago 2019 oh it wow. was released sci-fi channel made a made one huh. i have okay. i have seven of them because in prepping for this movie i bought i bought the oh wow yeah i bought the box set because that's some that's some dedication right no it, it's it's the collector in me i uh, to, to to out out of character at the moment here i uh <laughs> i i went looking for the movie and it was only a couple bucks more to get the whole fit the whole set rather than just the one so i'm just like well oh, i've never seen it by itself i've always seen it with like it's always a multi-pack sort of like um a lot of the other horror films, like they always sold it in the multi packs. Yeah, so I was just like, eh, in for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. <laughs> so, question: Do you own all four of the Karate Kid movies? Nope, I don't own any of the Karate Kid movies. And there's five Karate Kid movies, sir. Okay, five, whatever. I do have all four Evil Dead movies, though. Okay. Do you have all of the Indiana Jones movies? I do. All the Star Wars movies? Uh, no. Episode seven was enough for me to give up on the franchise. <laughs> but you're a completionist. You got to complete it. You know, and that is something that's nagging in the back of my head. But I, I can't. I, I there, there. My, my will to not waste money hoping that the franchise will go back to what I remember it being. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, you, I would be equally justified as investing in a wishing well. <laughs> 
Dallas. I've seen Dallas with his movies. He completes a lot of things. I do certain things. I do. We yeah. So last time we have a thing though, we're like, we're we'll pick us we'll pick a franchise and we'll we'll power through it together. That's our that's how we relax though. And there's just certain things I'm like, how the crap do we get here? Like we watched the entirety of Fast and Furious because we're trying to figure out how we went from Street Racers to space. <laughs> and somehow it made sense. Somehow it made sense. Why is space the answer for everything? Okay. <laughs> there is a horror film. There's a horror film trope where once the franchise goes to space, the series is over. Uh-huh. So that's uh-huh. so that when I when you said that they went to space, I'm like, is so does that mean that the series is done now? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> because like I even though I enjoyed it. <laughs> because Jason went to space in Jason X. Right. And that ended the original run of the Friday the 13th movies. The Leprechaun went to space in Leprechaun 4. That ended that run of the Leprechaun movies and then they rebooted it with the back the Leprechaun in the hood movies. <laughs> back to the hood. <laughs> <laughs> This kind of tells you where I live at in Jacksonville, because when those movies came out, those were the highest rented and sold ones. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> the part of Jacksonville I live at. And I'm like, what is with this movie? And people come, man, it's so funny. You've got to see it. So I'm like, eh, that's a negative right there. That's, <laughs> that's a negative Ghost Rider. Uh, well, do we have any Has more anybody... spoiler free conversations? <laughs> you mean spoiler free? This is a spoiler, spoiler conversation. <laughs> Does Jennifer Aniston still acts the same? I felt she did. Like I look at her, it's like she looks like she acts the still the same exact like she did when she was younger. Yeah, I, I didn't. The see only thing that took me off was like how big role. her nose was before. It's like yeah, I can see that nose operation going pretty well with her money. So insensitive, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. Oh my goodness! I wanted to give I want to give Lenny some bu- some bubble gum like off Pee Wee just to watch his mouth get black. Oh nice. my gosh. Well, on that note, kids, what do you say we go to the weak connection section? Are we doing that? Or are we giving our rating? Are we going to wait? Oh yeah, we got ratings. <laughs> we ranted, <laughs> but nobody... that's the point: is to put this on a rating shelf. <laughs> okay, there's one last thing. The, the last scene where they end the leprechaun, I thought that that was, that was a great way to end it. It was, uh, it was very when he, when, he, when he shoots when he shoots the four the four leaf um <laughs> clover. I laughed with so hard gun. at that. <laughs> oh, but you got you got to remember because it's the nineties. He had to say a catchphrase before he shot it. Yes, he did. Granted, we can't say it on the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but it's it's like that Die Hard scenes like yippee ki yay, yippee ki yay. Your life is over, <laughs> dude. I saw I saw a made-for-TV version of uh, Die Hard Two. Oh yeah, and when they when they got to the, the Yippie Kaye scene at the end of that, uh huh, Bruce, they literally had him say Yippie Kaye, Mister Falcon. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, TV censoring. There was something I, I remember I seen, and I think someone else did it. But instead of that, they said Feather Plucker. I'm like, Feather Plucker? <laughs> I busted my gut. I, was, I can't remember where I saw it, but it said that. I'm like, who comes up with this? <laughs> I just had to think of anything to say. Um, and to get back to the whole talking about Shaun of the Dead thing, uh-huh. uh, back when in-flight movies were an entire cabin thing instead of a screen in the back of the seat in front of you. Right. Uh, there was an airline that featured Shaun of the Dead where they edited the F word out to say funk. Oh. <laughs> so it was 
funking and funk all over the place. Wow. <laughs> they should have played play that music. Play that funky play that music, fun- white boy. <laughs> funky music, right? I like that song. I don't. That uh, song's so overplayed here, I can't stand it. I like the Apologetics <laughs> remix of all right. that song. That's I a pretty good one. <laughs> I've heard a lot of Apologetics, but those guys are like Stephen King. They come out with something new like every other day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into our ratings. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, all right. So we'll start with uh, with you, John. How do you rate it? All right. So like I said, I appreciated this movie in the way that I would appreciate most movies from this time, from most horror films from this time period. I walked in with the understanding that this was not going to be a good movie. This was not going to be an exorcist. This was not going to be a poltergeist. I walked in expecting catchphrases and really stupid kill scenes and over the top idiocy. And this right. movie did not fail to uh, <laughs> provide me with everything I expected. Uh, would I recommend this movie to everybody and say it's something that I think everybody should see? No. Uh, you know, there's some people who don't do horror. Although, I will say it was a movie that I did have somebody who does not watch horror, looking at you, Branson, watch, <laughs> and they seem to enjoy it. So I'm, you know, it, it it could be what I would call a gateway movie into the genre. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not something that I would say that's somebody who's not mildly interested in should go out and watch. So I would put it on the middle shelf. Fair, fair. Branson? Um, okay. I can understand how, if going back to what John said, if you're a fan of this style of movie, you walk into it knowing what to expect. There are things to enjoy about it. Um, I walked into it based on my experience as a kid, expecting to be scared. In that regard, I, I was let down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not scared at all. <laughs> um, I could see why this movie would have like a cult following people who are just fans of movies because they're just fans of the movies. Um, definitely not one I'd keep in my collection. Uh, not one that I think a lot of people would be into. So I'm going to put it on bottom shelf. I could see why some people would like it, but I, I think it's, it's, it's rating is warranted. I think it's a bottom shelf movie. Okay, cool. All right. I'm going to save Kevin for last. Um, so <laughs> I, so I went into this and I'm not a big horror person either. Um, although I do watch, uh, probably more intense things than I think Branson. I'm not quite where John is, but I'm not where Branson's at. So I'm kind of in the middle with certain things. Um, this movie is so nineties. Like it just, it feels like the nineties. It is the nineties. And there's a bit of nostalgia for me for that kind of film. And, um, so I, I've, after watching it, I legitimately want to see more and I don't know why. Like I want to see the second and like, this may be something that's less than I talked about watching more of now, understanding. It's not good. Like, this is not a good film. I don't recommend this for a majority of people. If you want a stupid film to watch, yeah, I'm putting this on the middle shelf. My man. It's Dallas, on the middle what, shelf for me. When I, come down, when I come down in April, I'll bring the box set. We can, <laughs> we can hang. Like, it's just, it is. I watched it on, uh, um, like, out of, out of character. I watched it on Tubi. And I was, I was legitimately annoyed with the commercials. 
Although I think the commercial helped me to break up the the ignorance of it because I went, okay, let me go get a sandwich real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, middle shelf for me. So, uh, Mister Burnham, when I watch a film, I first thing is I want to be entertained. Okay, I don't care if it's bad or good. I just want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. This film did entertain me. Oh. This film made me laugh so freaking much. It needed to be retitled. It should have been just said comedy or a comedy slash horror if you want to. Right. Gave me, like I said earlier, it gave me that Roger Corman, William Castle feels, which if anybody who really knows me knows those are my favorite films. Mm-hmm. I love Vincent Price movies. I love the um Christopher Lee movies. Christopher Lee's more horror, not too much comedy, but he did some. Mm-hmm. And Peter Lore and stuff like that. Um the great late um dick miller love all those movies they played in and i last like i said i laughed at myself for laughing at myself for how stupid it was yes I, it does get repetitive and boring towards that like middle section and so forth when they go to the hospital then they go back and they go to the retirement home and they go back to the house and they go outside it's like okay this is getting a little too repetitive i understand they're trying to push the movie length they didn't have to they still could have kept that I think 80 minutes and still would pass as a theater. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised how well it did for the budget. But then again, I guess it just entertained so many people. I am going to, because I like this movie. Say <laughs> I shouldn't have liked this movie. Say it. I'm going to put this top shelf. What? Top shelf. What? No, I'm kidding you. I'm, ah. I, I want to see your mind blow for a second. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I just oh, had man, that, was, that, that was lovely. See? I just had an O'Grady stroke. <laughs> <laughs> see see he's a leprechaun he tried to kill you o'grady <laughs> put a bag over his head Don't see, that's what i'm talking about where's that burlap sack i, I want my gold I, I just took <laughs> i just took a bit of surprise right there see that's how I, I i like it was i had no preconception or nothing so i'm just gonna put this in the middle shelf all right i'm seriously oh. putting in the middle shelf wow i didn't think i was i kept saying like this is bottom shelf this is bottom shelf this is bottom shelf and i'm watching i'm just laughing like okay this is i'm because i'm gonna i will bring this movie out um more than once i'm not saying i'm gonna watch this movie like three times a year maybe twice a year just to show someone else or once a year and i don't know who else is going to be listening i i know it's not going to be available on tubi anymore because it's expiring in two days just in time for st patrick's day so people can pay the rent and so forth but exactly what it. it is if you want to find it, and this would be a great movie to watch with others and just um, what I would call um, have crack with it, which is mean like that's an Irish word for having loads of fun and joking about and so forth. Right. Like, it's just I had a lot of more fun than I expected. I want to say it is one. on Amazon Prime. I want to say it's on Prime right now. Okay. Yeah. You can rent it then. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have Prime already, you don't have to rent it. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. I didn't know that. So awesome. So this is a disputed middle shelf everybody uh and i don't put things on middle shelf i like to throw things in the trash this is true this is true so uh we we have a consensus that kev uh, that kevin is involved with we this is someone needs to write this day down on the calendar and uh because holy cow kevin did not hate a movie that Everybody, let's have an ovation for the resident. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are too kind. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mr. Hank Harville, that I didn't think of too many things to rant on. I was just laughing too much. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's leprechaun magic. <laughs> oh, we need some cereal. <laughs> Let's yeah. Sit down and eat some Lucky Charm cereals with cereal bars. Those things are actually kind of delicious, though. Magical. Lucky Charm cereal bars. With Full of sugar. More sugar than ice cream. <laughs> with with that, let's have Matt sing us over to the Weak Connections, all right? This is a Weak Connection! Big fan big fan of Matt. He uh, he really shines through on that bumper every time. <laughs> He's talented. <laughs> and he never listens to the show to hear my high, high praise. Has no voice. idea what happens on the show. <laughs> outside when I tell him. <laughs> He's like, I don't watch movies. <laughs> oh, but he does. He doesn't listen to podcasts. Oh, really? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I came from a Pentecostal church where uh, you could lose ministry if you watched movies or TV. So. Oh, that hurts me on the inside. Yep, I was part of that too. I, I was not. <laughs> so, in fact, well, I won't get into that. All right, this is a weak connection time for everybody, <laughs> gentlemen. So, this is where uh, we draw some weak connections uh they're designed to encourage you and inspire you and help you maybe maybe change your mindset of life a little bit um so uh my weak connection for this film uh derives from the fact that uh something the leprechaun said on the front end um when he's talking to o'brady o'grady uh and he's like he goes uh i sold my gold sold my soul for me gold and um and that's what leads him to this obsession that's what leads him to all this junk that he's got going on and to me, it just perfectly lines up with the conversation that uh, of a of a verse that is taken out of context more times than I care to see. And that is um, the proper way is the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, of course, a lot of people like to take out a word and say the love of money and then try to make a deal out about it. And that's stupid. Um, but it's the love of money. When you idolize money, when you idolize, and it's not just money, the context of that particular passage is, it's when we idolize anything more than than God, than what he has for us, it becomes a problem. It becomes the root of all evil. Uh, so having money is not a bad thing. But when it's your main goal, when it consumes your life, and it's more important than anything else around you, that's problematic. Um, there's another passage that's in the scriptures that say, uh, what is good for, the man, for a man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? And, you know, nothing wrong with being successful to uh, having things, to have materials, um, you know, Kevin has a wall of, of movies behind him at all times. Uh, John has some amazing electronic equipment. Branson's got some amazing art stuff. I got different things. We have things that we love. However, this is not our world. And if we idolize these things, that becomes a problem. It becomes a root of evil in our lives. And the challenge and the encouragement is that we need to examine ourselves. Is there something that we've idolized that we've put up that is standing in our way from what's really important. What's important is for us as, as Christians is, is service to God, service to what he has for us. Underneath that, our family, taking care of our family. And then below that, you know, everything else. And so um, that's just kind of what's been banging, banging around my head is like, you know, man, am, if have I sold my soul for me gold? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or not. And if I have, I need to, I really need to lay some stuff down uh, and reevaluate what's really important in life because these materialistic things aren't important. They're good to have. They're not bad. And anybody who tells you that having stuff is terrible, they're an idiot. Um, and you can tell them to call me if they have questions about that. Um, but it does not need to consume your life. So that's my weak connection. What about Branson, the rest of you guys? Do you have anything? I do actually. Um, a scene in the movie where they realize that the four-leaf clover is like the secret 
weapon to take out the leprechaun. And they're looking in the astroturf clover patch next to the mysteriously appearing well. But there's a part why is where... It lit up, by the way, why is that area lit up? Because it's the, the magic of the, the leprechaun. <laughs> but because people believe everything in Ireland is green, including their urine. There you go. <laughs> the teleporting well. Yeah. <laughs> but they're sitting there looking for the clover. And they can't find it, and Tori's having a meltdown, and Ozzy says, you just gotta believe, you just gotta believe. And she says, she says, okay, okay, I believe, I believe, I believe. And then all of a sudden, a clover appears in her hand. And uh, that reminds me of the verse, Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Um, basically, the idea that faith steps in as evidence for things that we can't explain at some point you just have to have faith Um, because if you could explain everything there would be no need for faith if everything was sitting there right in front of you if if everything about god could be understood and proven there would be no need for faith it would just be road information there has to be a point where you have to believe because you believe and uh and i saw that illustrated in the movie she found the four-leaf clover because she believed it was there, not because she had evidence pointing to the fact that it should be there. Mm. Uh, and I think as Christians, we have to do the same thing. At some point, uh, God's going to say, I need you to believe me because you believe me, not mm. because I've offered all this evidence, not because I've uh, spelled it out for you, not because I've written it in the sky, but because I am who I am. And I've told you to believe me, and you've just got to believe me. A, a childlike faith. And I think that's why I didn't have such a problem with, with Ozzy's character, because I felt like he represented that childlike faith. He bought into the whole leprechaun thing from the get-go. Right. And so it almost gave him an edge on everything, because he was already believing there was a leprechaun. So there's that childlike faith, that belief of, because God said so, it is. Why? Well, because God said so. And, and I think there's... Something that that's something that we as Christians have to keep in mind as we work out our faith. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm sorry, I don't have anything. I was watching the movie on me television, on me sofa, in me house. (laughs) I was checking in, looking through me Bible, and I couldn't find me verse to do a me gold buckles on me shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I cracked up so much here in that. So I. Actually, before I dive into what I have, Kevin, there was something I was meaning to ask you in the last segment. Is the Um, whole compulsion to shine shoes, is that actual part of the leprechaun lore? I don't know where that came from. I've never heard of that. I've heard that That they were cobblers. Walt Disney must have came up with it. I've heard Um, that leprechauns were cobblers, but not like that. Like, this guy was, like, OCD. Yeah. I mean, again, there's so much not folklore at all towards Ireland. And it's um mythology of leprechauns that was not in this movie. I, I want to point it's out like they just made up a whole bunch of things, and it's like we saw a Walt Disney movie. Let's just make a horror version of those little people. And it's like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do it. So real talk, uh, Celeste and I did start watching Leprechaun too, and the obsession with how dirty people's shoes are carries over into that movie. Awesome. All right, I had I, I had to let everybody else go because my weak connection actually uses two Bible verses, and I wanted to make sure nobody else was using it, both <laughs> of them, in the event that I was stepping on someone else's. So I'm glad you mentioned about the shoes because I forgot that that part, but that part I I, I just crying like Kevin, are you Kevin? Serious? Shh, it's Bible time okay. now. It's, it's, <laughs> okay, it's, it's time for Jesus. <laughs> I, I am so sorry, dude. That was so demeaning. <laughs> I apologize. 
but uh my i'm going old testament with my uh with uh, my weak connection uh starting with ecclesiastes 510 which says whoever loves money never has enough whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income this too is meaningless and then psalm 37 16 through 17 which is better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked for the power of the wicked will be broken but the lord upholds the righteous <clears throat> and uh as dallas had said uh the love of money is the root of many evils um and this kind of mirrors that in in an old testament sense in that you know if you love money you're never going to have enough of it and you're put, you're going to end up putting your faith in what your money can do for you and you know what you what you your your ability through that money but at the end of your life that power is going to be broken whereas if you put your faith in god through the righteousness that we have through jesus christ you will be upheld the lord will provide for you and you know that's kind of been the story of my life with my finances for a long period of time until after I came back from college, you know, and was able to have a better job, you know, but God has consistently provided for me for my life. And I don't cherish money in that I put it on a podium. I look at it as only a tool to accomplish things in life. And hmm. if I am in a time of being lean, that's fine. That's where God wants me. And if I'm in a time of plenty, I want to be generous with it and use it to do, use it as a tool to, bring glory to god mm -hmm. and so i would encourage people to consider that lifestyle um, as we can see in this movie you, if you spend your whole entire life chasing money you will choke on a four-leaf clover and get burnt up in a teleporting well <laughs> dig it i can testify that you are very generous all you gentlemen have been generous um and that you guys don't value money over things and I appreciate you guys. Um, for me personally, all three of you guys have blessed me in one way or another. So I'm just going to put that out there. because it's all that gold I brought back from Ireland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin's got stashed away somewhere, guys. That's because he's... Don't he's worry, I'll be coming back and getting it back from everyone. <laughs> I, I, told, I told you guys, I'm not convinced he's not a leprechaun. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be hanging out in his room. I found his box... You know I'm gonna, I found I his box of Lucky you. Charms. And his, if any of you guys ever put a bag over my head like that again... I will, I will snap your neck. I will learn karate because I'm, I'm right now on self-defense mode. Like I need to start learning karate. Next time you throw a bag over my head like that, what are you, the Irish I'll, club and I'm going to walk. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got a couple of his VHSs. I'm going to start learning real quick. What VHS that way you got? Someone comes right behind me and do that. What VHS you got? Did it come out of that dumpster? Yes, possibly. I also got Billy blanks. Okay. I got him on DVD. <laughs> so, Try me. Try me next time. Come right behind me. Speaking of next I love the hat, John, but I am not going to wear this hat anymore if that's what you guys going to be doing to me. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I've got me own ideas. Good. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm scared what he's going to do when he looks into our, our, our team Facebook chat. Yeah, but I concur with all of you about the money situation because, you know, um, you can't, can't love your possessions and your money yeah. over Christ because they don't just derive your point away from Holy Spirit and more towards your own works of what you have done and acquired. Word. Good stuff. Oh, oh.
great. Well, uh, Dallas, why don't you go ahead and does anybody else have anything else to say before the end of the show? All right, Dallas, why don't you go ahead and land this ship for yeah, us? Yeah, absolutely. So real quick before we do, uh, Kevin, do you want to tell us what we are watching next week or in our next next Episode. outing? I'll tell you what we're watching because I'm preparing myself, okay? And that's Fatal Deviation. Have any of you heard of it? Did nope. you say Fatal Attraction? No, Fatal Deviation. Oh. There's no lake crossing in this movie. <laughs> Sir, that was Basic Instinct. <laughs> okay, whatever. They all sound pretty much like... Oh, this is Michael Day. That's a Michael Day, this one, isn't it? I, I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways, this one, since um, I don't know if any of you heard, this is a true movie from Ireland, not Leprechaun. Wait, are you talking about is. Fatal Affair? No. Fatal Instinct? I don't know what that is. Nope. Fatal Fury. Nope. Fatal Deviation. This movie is called Ireland's Worst Movie Ever Made. Kevin. As we talked about Plan 9 and Battlefield Earth, a couple of those that said that they were the worst films here in the States, this movie is the worst film ever made in Ireland. It's a cult film back home. Kevin, I'm, I'm looking at some of the production photos of this movie. Are you sure you're not just having us re-watch Velocipaster? Oh, I'm, I'm 100% sure. Oof. I think Velocipaster had a higher budget than this one. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Well, join us next time, kids, as we watch something that we're not sure we're going to enjoy, but we hope you enjoy us suffering through it. If you'd like to get a hold of us, <laughs> hey, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for the bottom shelf. Hopefully, we're going to be on Google soon where you can find out our subscription stuff. Uh, I mean, find our podcast um, <laughs> on an easier basis. What? Google's going to like us? Maybe. <laughs> we're working on it. We're courting her. Uh, she's looking for some gold. We threw you her way. So, um, anyways, Branson, where can people Thanks get a hold of you? Uh, if you want to get a hold of me for all things comic books, especially the faith-based, family-friendly variety, you can send it to branson.boykin at gmail.com, or you can message us through Geek Devotion social media. Fantastic. Mr. Kevin, how can people get a hold of you? You can get a hold of me by not throwing a sack over your head. <laughs> he says me head. He said me head. We have it on recording. We heard it. It is. Leprechaun confirmed. I I am also on Facebook, and you could do me a grand huge favor and follow and like, because I'm only 10 away from a full 900. Wow. So that's 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 cool for me. Yes. You know, if you wish to. If you don't want to, that's fine. And what what are they Uh, looking for? for The Dapper Man. The Dapper Man. The Dapper Man. Put Dapper Man reviews. You might find it better. But you'll see my symbol with a nice cap and tie nice looking all dapper. and if you wish to um, watch my videos if you want to see how i truly look in front of a camera you can do it on youtube and if you don't want to hear my voice because i can understand i wouldn't want to hear my voice you can uh, read my reviews on letterboxd nice. kevin i could listen to you read the phone book it's <laughs> all right thanks mate oh grady <laughs> five 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 Five, five, five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness john where can people find you uh okay all right um i am uh you can find you can't find my personal stuff because no uh but outside of that uh you can find my other podcast information you got playing games with strangers uh the bottom shelf you have uh Geek, the Geek Devotion podcast, Com Talk, which I, me and Steve McDonald from Strangers and Aliens do a music review podcast whenever time allows. 
Um, and I am starting a new podcast soon with Celeste and Squid from allegedly. Playing Games with Strangers. Allegedly, we read is what it's called. <laughs> um, I am missing one. Oh, Wait, uh, oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? We read? It's called Alleged. We read allegedly. Okay. And then I'm also playing Nick Foster on the Supersonic Pod comics in the section called The Randoms. And you can also find my band on Facebook. We are called Mezzanine. If you are in the Spokane, Coeur d'Alene area of the U.S., we will be playing at Cruisers on March 3rd. So Ooh. come check us out. It's going to be amazing. And if you want to meet me in real life, Whoa. I will be, I, as well as a good portion of the rest of the Playing Games with Strangers team, will be at GeekCon in Let's August go. in Shreveport. Yes. Uh, so we're not going to actually, as far as I know, we're not going to be at a table. I don't know. There's discussions on multiple fronts, uh, but we definitely will be there in person. So you can come and catch us in the crowd and say hi. Um, that would that would be fun for us. And we will sign your player's handbook there i will be getting a tattoo in shreveport as well so come see my new tattoo and slap it don't slap it i will murder you uh, <laughs> i won't be there because i don't play games with strangers you're gonna so. be there shut up you already said you're gonna be there <laughs> anyways if you guys want to hit um have john's phone number is 8675309 once again that's 8675309 you can text him call him or do whatever you wish except if you're going to use that number you need to use my professional name which is jenny <laughs> and, um, with that we're gonna sign off thanks for hanging out with us at the bottom shelf again we here at the bottom shelf has rated leprechaun from 1993 uh middle shelf production so until next time guys stay devoted peace love and, and peace peace and love wait my peace and love both yes both <laughs>